It is easy to assume that a city had walls for defense. We know this from thousands of other examples throughout Europe. The temptation is to jump to the conclusion that Ekbalam too was in need of defense. But could these walls have really been very useful for defense? The average height is only 1.5 meters. That's just under five feet. Invaders could easily have scaled over such defenses. To discover the answers, investigators have to look beyond their modern day perspective to that of the ancient Maya. They have to use accepted beliefs about the Maya to interpret the meaning of these walls. We know that war was a significant part of Maya life. Conquest was seen as a right that secured favor from the gods. By conquering other neighboring cities, the Maya established a sort of pecking order. They believed that dominance of thoughts, ideas, and economy was a demonstration of favoritism by the gods. Their life was better physically and spiritually when they established these dominant powers over others. But we also know that the Maya believed that certain places were special or sacred. In these sacred places, kings could speak directly with the gods, asking them for their blessings by making blood sacrifices. The Maya dedicated a tremendous amount of energy to ceremonies and rituals, believing that their actions would secure the favor of the gods. They carefully observed everything in their environment, from the trees to the stars, hoping to divine the wishes of their deities. Based on our best understanding of these people today, it seems more likely that the walls surrounding Ekbalam were not for defense, but rather they divided the outside from the inside. They marked off the sacred ceremonial center. As the Maya passed through each wall, they entered a new level of sacred space. A third wall may have set off the space even more, remnants of which can be seen connecting several of the structures. And again, you pass through another wall, demarking the division between the South Plaza and the North Plaza as you move closer to the most sacred space of all, the Acropolis. Five white roads, or sacbis, pierce through the walls, one from each of the cardinal directions, plus a second one from the south. It is through this fifth entrance that visitors to Ekbalam pass today. Entering the site for the first time, you have a clear idea of what it was like for the ancient Maya to pass through these lines of sacred separation. You can glimpse through the archway and see the massive Acropolis in the distance. And you may feel as the Maya did, that you are leaving the jungles behind to enter the ceremonial city of Ekbalam. After the Spanish conquest, many Maya people continued to make their residences near here. One of the conquistadors was given the authority to govern vast tracts of land in the northern Yucatan that included these people. Over the next several centuries, the Spanish exploited labor from the indigenous Maya people, securing great wealth for themselves. But the Maya kept a secret. That treasure lay hidden right here under their feet. Look to the west of the entryway arch, and you will see what I mean. There, you see those little hills? Those are ancient ruins covered by earth, just like this arch was when it was found. For some reason, 
unlike other cities, the Maya buried structures in Ekbalam. This preserved them from the hostile tropical environment for generations. When finally uncovered, archaeologists discovered this incredible structure. Look first at the structure of the archways. See how the arches have layers of stone that lead up to a capstone at the top. This is typical of arch construction throughout the Maya world. Unlike European arches, they have no keystone. Also notice the layers of stone. Maya arches always have exactly nine layers. Like most things the Maya constructed, this detail of the arch probably had some spiritual significance. Is it a coincidence that there are nine layers of the Maya underworld? It is also of interest that there are four doorways to this arch. Only two would have been necessary for entering and exiting the ceremonial area of the city. So why did the Maya include these additional openings? Many archaeologists think that the four doorways represent the four cardinal directions. The ancient Maya were religiously intrigued with nature. They thoroughly studied the movements of the stars. It is believed that the archway was more than an entrance to the city, but rather a place where people might purify themselves through rituals honoring each of the directions. Two metates, or corn grinding stones, were also found on the floor of the arch. They have been preserved, and you can still see them here. When they were found, one metate was filled with jade and the other with obsidian. We know that the Maya thought these materials had a spiritual power. So, as the ancient Maya walked through the arch, the jade and obsidian may have served to cleanse them from the outside world, making their presence acceptable in the city center. Of course, this notion of cleansing is merely a theory. Unfortunately, what happened here is not recorded for us to read in textbooks. Archaeology isn't an exact science. However, with each new stone that is put back, we surmise a little bit more about the history that created this place. The explanation that we have provided sounds credible, but it remains just a theory. Perhaps you have another. It's a natural tendency for scientists to guess what they will find before they conduct an experiment. In fact, Forming a hypothesis is one of the basic tenets of the scientific process. The problem is that sometimes the findings are completely unpredictable. Take this structure for example, the twins. Before it was uncovered, archaeologists might have expected to find a single temple with a single room sitting on top of a pyramid-shaped base. That would be consistent with most of the other Maya structures uncovered in this region. But this building has two nearly identical structures sitting on top of a single base, not with single rooms, but with four rooms each. Based on its location and structure, archaeologists believe that this may have been the center of administration for the city. The construction of the Acropolis, a monumental undertaking, may have been coordinated by city officials within the confines of these spaces. In addition, commerce with neighboring cities could have been regulated from here. But perhaps the greatest role of the government of Ekbalam was to manage the planting and harvesting of the cornfields in the rural areas throughout this region. Even today, much of the land in this area is used to grow vast crops of corn. Grinding stones called metates 
were used to make the corn into flour that was mixed with water to make dough. The dough was flattened and cooked over a fire to make tortillas. This practice continues today, passed down through the generations of Maya people. To the Maya people, corn is more than food. They believe they were actually created by the gods from ground and molded corn. Perhaps archaeologists took this city for granted because they assumed that it was a farming community and therefore had little political influence. However, the importance of corn in the Maya belief system may have been precisely what did make Ekbalam powerful. I found something! What is it? I think it's a face. During excavations, archaeologists discovered twin masks made from molded stucco in between the two buildings. Unlike the people in the nearby cities of Chichen Itza or Ushmal, the people of Ekbalam decorated the facades of their buildings with this kind of sculpture rather than carvings in stone. Many assumptions were made about the site of Ekbalam before it was uncovered. Most believed that it was a regional city of little consequence to our understanding of the Maya. But the evidence provided by the discovery of this, as well as other structures here, demonstrates that archaeology is a science where we learn to expect the unexpected. If you study the shape of most Maya buildings, it is clear that they have a distinctive architectural design. The buildings almost always share a rectangular base that rises up with square sides and symmetrical detailing. This building is clearly the exception. Standing like a piece of modern art, its oval layers overlap with one another.